Now then, and welcome back to Rare Eddie One Talks. I'm your host, Rare Eddie One, and welcome. Tonight's episode is episode 18. 18 episodes. It's December. We're very close to Christmas, and we're getting in that Christmas uh, spirit of things. But we are going to be talking ghost stories. I'm going to go through some true ghost Christmas ghost stories so imagine if you will in your head we are surrounded we are surrounded by loved ones we are surrounded by friends and families and we are gathering around a open fire roasting chestnuts if you will roasting marshmallows how about a marshmallow and chocolate sandwich who knows i'm as always it's a work night for me. Um, I filmed this a couple of days later than what I normally film because I've been getting over a cold and I've also been getting over bloody laser eye surgery, which huge pain. I, If you want me, I will get into that. Um, but it's a school night, so I'm drinking. I'm only going to have one drink. It's a small drink, and it's a hard seltzer cherry flavor. Nordic Wolf. From Aldi again, so if you really want one, go to Aldi. It's, it's not very strong. It's only four, and like I say, it's a 33 mil can. So we're going to open this. We're going to talk some ghost stories. We, why is the tradition of telling ghost stories at Christmas, why is it such a huge thing here, especially in England and in the West? Why is it such a good thing? It bonds us all together. We get together, we... we we're cold because it's obviously December. It's cold, and we're we're huddled around a um, fire, and we're we're telling ghost stories because it's dark, it's, it's dreary, and that's we tend to do because that cheers us all up, it cheers us up. It cheers the the storyteller who's getting a kick out of scaring people. It gives the people who are listening to get the kick out of being scared, and. There's probably loads of traditions around telling ghost stories at Christmas, but we've got some Christmas stories we're going to get into. Next week, when I have a little bit more time to... uh, uh, I can't say the word. Prepare myself. We'll be having a look at Krampus. But is there a Krampus Christmas story? Who knows? Let's have a look. I've got to... I'm going to look at some of my notes and uh, see what we have. It's going to be a quick one for me. Again, I've not really prepared much for this one because I've been under a lot of... I've been under the weather, but I've also been trying to get laser eye surgery back to back to normal. And no, it's not vision-related laser eye surgery. It's diabetes. And that's a whole different bloody story. Um, it should have only... A, took a couple of days to get but it hasn't i was genuinely genuinely worried about i, I woke up I, I did surgery on friday and i woke up on saturday morning and i was genuinely i'm being honest i thought i may lose my eyesight in my left eye and i shat myself really did shit myself i'm not a morning person especially over the weekend and i could not sleep that morning I was so worried, and then I, I remembered what nurses and doctors say. You know, just heal, just it it will get better. It it will, and 
it has got better. So it's cleared up. Little little bit of fog now and again, but it, that's mainly in the morning. Uh, I think that's just morning eye. Um, but I'm going to cheers, and hopefully whatever time of day you're listening to, hope you can join me with a Christmas drink or a, you know, if you're working, you know, a nice cup of tea or coffee, you know, or, or something hot or something cold, a nice uh, pop. Um, who knows? Um, I do put these out on YouTube and Rumble. So if you are watching these, I don't put them out straight away. So you, you'll you be a couple of days behind, uh, maybe a week or two behind, actually. Um, but if you are watching them on YouTube and Rumble, please smash that like button and please hit hit that subscribe button as many times as you like subscribe unsubscribe subscribe unsubscribe sub hit as many times and, and whatever it lands on it lands on it I, it could be subscribed to me it could not be subscribed but you know have a game and uh we're gonna get in some ghost stories i will see you again i do film these i will <laughs> i don't know where i will see you in a second cheers And again, whatever podcast provider you are listening to on, hit that follow button. Leave me a review. That really does help me out. That really does. If you do, if you don't want me really out, just put don't read out. If you do, just don't put anything and I will read it out. But let's get into some ghost stories after my little plug out of the way. Let's get into some scary, scary ghost stories. Right, in that great song, it's the most wonderful time of year. There'll be scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmases long, long ago. And, you know, and you get the, the Dickens Christmas carol. Um, but Christmas and ghost stories sort of, you know, go together hand in hand. And we're going to see, we're going to have a look at a couple of Christmas stories. The Bright Light and the Calm Watchdog. I had an unusual visitor on Christmas Day 2008. The Bright Light and the Calm Watchdog. I had an unusual visitor on Christmas Day 2008. And I'm pretty sure it wasn't Santa Claus passing by my house in Bloomington, Indiana. The day started in typical fashion with opening of gifts around the Christmas tree. I served an early Christmas dinner for the family and friends and everybody departed by 5pm except my sister and brother-in-law who lived with me. They were sleeping in a bedroom at the end of the hall. With the door open, I went into my bedroom with my dog, Toby, and shut the door securely. I was just dozing off when I heard the latch on my bathroom door open. I waited several seconds for my sister or brother-in-law to ask me whatever they came to say. But there was no other sound. It was almost 7pm. Bloody hell, you went to bed early. 7pm. It was almost 7pm. So my bedroom was pitch black. I had left the lights on in the kitchen and the bathroom. 
and there were lots of Christmas lights in the living room, so the hallway would have been well lit. I would be able to see whoever was at the door. I pushed the blankets down and lifted my head from the pillow, but just as I would have been able to see who was in the doorway, an extremely bright, bright light hit me right in the eyes. I shielded my eyes and yelled, turn out that light. You're blinding me. The light immediately disappeared and I heard the bedroom door latch close. My bedside light is a touch lamp so I tapped on it. I tapped it on and looked around the bedroom. There was no one in the bedroom except me and Toby. Toby jumped off the bed and went to the door without showing any signs of alarm. At first I wasn't frightened because Tony, Toby is a Dutch shepherd, well trained to be an excellent watchdog and proven personal protection dog. Since Toby was already up, I decided to go let him outside and see what sis or brother-in-law needed. When I went into the hallway, I could see both of them still in bed. I took Toby to the living room to let him outside, and there was nobody there either. So who opened my bedroom door and turned on a spotlight, spotlight on my face? Like most people, I thought of loved ones are always close at hand during the holiday season. When I first went to lie down, <clears throat> like most people, the thought of loved ones are always close at hand during the holiday season. When I first went to lay down, I was thinking how happy I was that my small family had enjoyed a pleasant Christmas but it would have been so much better if my mother and brother had still been alive to share this with us. I would like to think it was my brother's spirit stopping by to say Merry Christmas. I still think of you too. I haven't been able to debunk this strange event or find any kind of rational explanation. I'm half afraid that my heart stopped during my sleep and the light I saw was the bright light of people report after near-death experiences. Leave it to me to see the stairways to heaven and run my chance at eternal paradise, but saying turn that light out, I've made a mental note that if I ever see another bright light, to clean my language just in case it's something else hmm that wasn't that scary i've got to be honest with you the haunted tree my parents and i lived in a small home that was around 90 years old the year would have been 1996 we'd lived there for the time i was seven years old to the time i was 19 from the very day that we moved in, I felt 
that I was not alone. Well, no, you were your family. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, one year around Christmas time, I was having a friend spend the night. The heat he had just shut. The heat had just shut off briefly and she and I were sitting in the living room watching television when the temperature dropped substantially. As I rose to turn up the heat, the Christmas tree began to shake violently. Ornaments were falling off right and left and she and I were terrified. We ran upstairs and lay down on my bed. My white cat curled up with us and my door was open slightly. When I gazed out at the dark hallway, I was horrified to see a tall white figure run down the hall. I turned to my friend. She acknowledged she had seen the exact same thing as me. She never spent the night ever again. Oh, bless. (laughs) ghostly Christmas choir. On Christmas Eve night in 1978, about 3 a.m. in a small town in Oregon, I was suddenly awakened by a choir singing. The house was new construction miles from the nearest church. I strained to hear any words that could be understood or a tune that I could identify, but I could not understand the language or the tune. I did get a feeling of angelic presence and gladness of heart. This was truly a heavenly choir lifting their voices on high, singing Hosanna in the highest in an unknown tongue without a complement of instruments. I examined the television, but it was turned off as the radio too. I explored outside, but the singing was not heard outdoors. The way the countless male, female and children voices entered together, the tone tonals going from operatic highs to the deepest bass voices in perfect harmony it must have lasted about 10 minutes but it was touching for but it was touching for an eternity a slain highwayman supposedly reappears each christmas eve In England, one particular twisted ghost story harkens back to a tragic event that occurred one Christmas Eve in the late 18th century. According to the legend, there was a fearsome highwayman highwayman known only as Gilbert who would wander up and down one of the town's main roads. One evening... The night before Christmas, a man and his daughter were travelling on a horse-drawn coach when Gilbert approached them. The daughter was able to exit the coach, but before her father could, 
disembark, the horse became startled and bolted down the road with the man and his coachman in tow. The two men struggled to get their, the horse back under control so they could go back and find the man's daughter who had been left behind with Gilbert. However, when they arrived back at the scene, she was nowhere to be found. Instead, they saw Gilbert hunched over the ground with a dagger in his side. Rumour claims that once the coach took off down the road, Gilbert revealed to the girl that he was the one who took her brother's life some time before. Thrown into a rage by the revelation, she stabbed him and fled the scene. Local legends say that Gilbert was buried by the side of the road and every Christmas he can be seen wandering the same road waiting for the coach with the man and his daughter to pass by again creepy christmas a first year student arrives home her cousin offers to stay but she waves them off nice to be alone in the house for a change vaguely she noticed an unfamiliar car pat in the street as she sat down on the couch she heard a knock at the front door she opened the door to a man who asked, Is that car for sale? His next question is, His next question was, Is there someone else home I can talk to? She hesitantly shuts the door, hides, hears bumping and breaking as the man finds another way in the house Luckily, her uncle arrives in time to beat him off. A spy cam in my Christmas tree. A father puts a spy cam in the Christmas tree. Then he dresses up as Santa Claus and does everything Santa is supposed to do. The following day, they watched the recording with the two little girls. They are over the moon to see Santa. The video continues playing as they unwrap the gifts. There is one strange little box, one of the girls says, that it must be from Santa's elf. When they look carefully at the recording, they see an elf. He bites off the head of a cookie and turns to the camera and turns the camera off. Nobody knows what he did after that. The figure in the recliner. My mother, my mother to whom I was very close, passed away in 1964 when I was 17 years old. I left home that year and moved to Ontario from Nova Scotia. In 1969, I met a girl whom I will call Karen, and we got married in March of, of 1970. In December of 1971, we were expecting our first child. We were living in a small one-and-a-half-bedroom bungalow. There was a fireplace in the living room. My wife and I loved the fireplace, and we hid 
and we had it lit every night. It was Christmas Eve 1971 and we had just finished putting the gifts under the tree. A nice fire gave off a beautiful glow on the tree one string of lights which was supposed to flash had stopped several days before it was five minutes to midnight when the fireplace suddenly just about went out and the string of lights started to flash and the other lights stopped flashing my wife and i were still sitting on the floor and it had become very chilly in the room i locked i looked over to my lazy boy chair and the figure was sitting there my mother with a big beautiful smile on her face my wife had who had never met my mother said she could see the same thing this ghost never spoke but just kept looking at me and my wife and smiled at, tw- at 12 midnight the fire in the fireplace started up again and the lights on the tree stopped flashing and the others started flashing again i looked over in the chair and the ghost was gone no matter what i did to those christmas lights they never flashed again hmm. that was a bit nice that was, oh that was nice very nice so i haven't got any personal experiences of christmas ghost stories nothing really creepy has happened to me at christmas it's always been a lovely time of year for me no really creepy or scary happened um so but i do love a good ghost story especially around this time of year um yeah i wish i had a personal or someone who i knew had a personal christmas ghost story i would love to tell it but i don't if you've got any christmas ghost stories send them over to me and i will have a look and i will have a look so i'll continue my scary christmas story it's got true next to it. I found this down a huge, huge Reddit um, rabbit hole. This story takes place four years ago and still haunts me to this day. It was Christmas night and my family were driving home from a fancy restaurant. Unlike my family, I wasn't tired, so the 45-minute drive didn't seem too bad. On top of that, my little sister was constantly moaning about how her friend didn't get her anything for Christmas. After about 20 minutes of driving, my dad stopped at a gas station to get some cigarettes and my sister and brother and mother all got out to pee. I stayed in the car as I had already peed. Once they all left, I decided to play a few games on my phone. I looked at the car clock and saw that 10 minutes had passed, so I immediately wondered what was taking them so long. 
As soon as I peered out the car window, I saw a man, a man staring back at me. The man startled me as I didn't know him. The man startled me as I didn't know how long he had been watching me. What what had made it even more unnerving, more unnerving is that he had a plain black face no expression was shown it was hard to make any features it was pretty dark and he wasn't standing in an illuminated part of the station he was about five foot nine and looked to be about middle age once he saw me notice him he started walking towards the car and and I would be lying to you if I said I wasn't scared. Luckily, my dad came back with the rest of my family just as the man took a couple of steps. My dad apologised and told me he had been in an argument with a cashier. I was just glad that my dad was with me. I took another glance at the man outside and he was still staring, but this time... He had an annoyed look on his face. We drove off and for the rest of the car ride I couldn't stop thinking about that man. This wouldn't have been too bad if it had ended there but it didn't. Later that night I was watching YouTube while everyone else slept and luckily for me a storm was raging over us. I enjoyed the storm. It makes me me cozy as i laying in bed i put my phone down and just enjoyed the ambience that didn't last for long as i heard something smashing into the window behind me i lurched forward and nearly fell out of bed i thought a bird had just smashed into the window I parted the blinds and what I saw next haunted me. I saw the man standing out by my parents' car. Looking up at my room, it took... Looking up at my room, I took a closer look and I nearly had a heart attack. It was the same man that I saw at the gas station. Only this time, as our eyes met, he grinned. Being the 14 year old I was, I did the manly thing and screamed at the top of my lungs. My dad came running down the stairs and entered my room. Why the fuck are you screaming, he said. I told him about the man and explained everything that had happened. My dad grabbed a baseball bat and told me to call the police. After 10 minutes, the police turned up outside the house and found the man in our shed. He got arrested that night, and that was the last time we saw him. The next day, my dad inspected the house, and we found the handle of our back door had been damaged, but not completely broken. This gives me an eerie feeling, as if he actually managed to get in he could have harmed us or possibly killed us. Sometimes it's not scary ghost stories that um, makes you scared. It's these true, true ghost stories that could 
possibly fucking scare you. You know, like like that story just there. Um, someone following you back. Um, someone waiting in the shadows as you're walking down a, a dark, a cold, dark, lonely road. And someone waiting in the shadows. A dog walker walking their dog suddenly creeps you out because you you unsure who they, they are because you, you you can't make out any features or or what they're doing at, at that time of night it's these sort of stories what scare the shit out of you and uh and they're always good to at christmas they're always good to try and scare one another and uh and there you go yes i know a couple of them them ghost stories wasn't the greatest um but i do apologize i not really had the much time to prepare this episode um that i'd like to have um because i've been under the weather again i don't want to go over that again i was under the weather and i had laser eye surgery um my excuses and i'm sticking with them um so but i hope you enjoyed this episode and next week i will be looking over krampus I will be looking over Krampus. We'll be having a look at the legend of Krampus next week. I'll have more per, more time to prepare, more time to have a go at it. Um, so this one is, yes, it is a shortish episode. It's a Christmassy episode. Um, let me know your hopes, your, your dreams for Christmas. Is there anything you want Santa or the elves or Krampus to come and get you? Um... Is there anything you want? Is there peace and goodwill to all men? Uh, or you just want the world to fucking end? I don't know. Let me know your dreams, your thoughts. And if I can help, I will. Because who knows? I could be Rare Eddie One. <laughs> because I am. Um, yeah, so let me know your thoughts. Um, let me know if you've got any scary ghost stories you want to uh, send my way. Any Christmas stories you want to send my way. Any creepy stories you want to send my way. All my, uh, all the ways of getting in contact with me are in the show notes or in the description of the video. So please do. Don't be shy. Um, if you don't want me to read them out or if you don't want me to acknowledge who sent them, then just let me know. Um, you can, I can use the story, but please don't name me, and I'll I will respect your wishes. Or if you just want, if there's something you just want to have me to have a look at, send it my way. I will have a look, and I will do my best to cover it as much as I can. Um, but yeah, so I sorry for the short episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you didn't, I thank you anyway for listening. If you did. Please, again, if you wouldn't mind, hit that follow button. Please leave me a review. Follow me on all social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Follow me on all that good stuff and send me all your crazy stuff, all your crazy shit, all your UFO, ghost stories, all that stuff. I love it all. I've been Rarity One. This has been Rarity One Talks. This has been episode 18 Stay naughty, stay rude, but more importantly, stay fucking filthy. I will see you next week. Peace.